Bulletin, Anthony Albanese's new cabinet to be sworn in later today. President Zelensky vows to keep pressing on for sanctions in Russia as the EU agrees to a partial oil ban. And in sport, Socceroos player Aziz Bayic highs hopes for next week's must-win World Cup qualifier against the United Arab Emirates in Qatar. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese's new ministry will be sworn in later today with a record number of women on the front bench. The swearing-in of the 30-member front bench will take place at Government House with 13 women appointed to a ministerial role and 10 of them in the Cabinet. The PM unveiled his Cabinet yesterday evening with a balance of new faces and MPs who had served in the previous Labor government. The swearing-in coincides with Labor securing 77 seats in the House of Representatives after the marginal seat of Gilmore on the New South Wales coast was called for incumbent Fiona Phillips. And President Joe Biden met with Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell at the White House as soaring inflation takes a bite out of Americans' pocketbooks and the President's public approval. But the President vowed to not interfere in the Federal Reserve's work to tame inflation. My job as President is not to not only nominate highly qualified individuals for that institution, but to give them the space they need to do their job. I'm not going to interfere with their critically important work. The Fed has dual responsibilities. One, full employment. Two, stable prices. The meeting is the first since Powell was re-nominated by Biden to lead the central bank in November and comes two weeks after his confirmation for a second term by the Senate. And Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky has thanked the European Union for banning nearly all oil from Russia. Speaking in a video address, Zelensky says that the EU's decision to cut the bulk of Russian oil imports means that Russia will no longer be able to finance terror to the same level. European countries Усім, хто працював для досягнення цієї згоди. Практичний результат це мінус десятки мільярдів євро, які Росія тепер не зможе направити на фінансування терору. Але важливо розуміти також і те, що відмова європейських країн від російської нафти та від іншого викупного палива прискорить перехід на відновлювальні джерела енергії. President Zelensky added that he would press for further sanctions, saying that there should be no significant economic ties left between the free world and the terrorist state of Russia. And rescuers in Kharkiv have finally recovered the bodies of people killed in shelling attacks by Russian forces in March. Kharkiv suffered heavy bombardment in the very, from the very start of the Russian invasion in February, which left the city of 1.5 million a wasteland of ruined buildings and debris. But it has been relatively quiet since Ukrainian forces regained territory around it and pushed back Russian troops.
that has allowed officials to recover bodies like that of 43-year-old Sasha Krylova and his neighbours. They were killed at the beginning of March after their high-rise building in the Gorizont district was hit by a Russian missile. And Ukraine says it has identified more than 15,000 cases of alleged war crimes, with prosecutions being prepared against hundreds of suspects. Ukrainian Prosecutor General Irina Venetitova says the alleged crimes include sexual offences committed by Russian soldiers against women, children, men and the elderly, and the alleged suspects include politicians and top military officials. Ms Venetitova says what is happening in Ukraine is just not an armed conflict, but an aggressive and brutal war against civilians, and it is important to seek justice. If we speak about justice, when we will have all evidences and when we will be ready to go to court, we will go to court with such cases even if we don't have criminals physically in custody. Affirmative sexual consent is now legally required in New South Wales, five months after the state parliament passed reforms to strengthen protections. Last November, the New South Wales parliament passed an amendment which clarifies, modernises and simplifies consent law. The new law defines consent as a free and voluntary agreement that cannot be presumed and involves ongoing mutual communication. The laws also clarified that if a person consents to one sex act, it does not mean they have not consented to the other acts. The amendment clarifies a person who is asleep, unconscious or intoxicated is not able to consent. The government set to issue new directions to juries involved in assault trials. And the New South Wales government will ignore advice today to delay the building of the Parramatta light rail and forge ahead with the second stage of its development. The state government's independent infrastructure body had recommended that several of New South Wales' high-profile mega-projects be delayed, diverting the $27 billion infrastructure spend to smaller projects. The report cited both the pandemic and an overheated, uh, yeah, overheated rather, construction market as the two biggest risks for charging ahead with big builds. The state government has put a pause on a number of the recommended projects, including the Beaches Link, but will continue with stage two of the light rail, with Premier Dominique Perrottet saying his government will continue to be defined by a big building agenda. And the man accused of raping former staffer Brittany Higgins in Parliament House is attempting to push back his trial because his barrister can no longer appear and legal aid can't find another counsel at short notice. Bruce Lehrman has been committed to stand trial in the ACT's Supreme Court for allegedly raping Miss Higgins in an office inside Parliament House in March 2019 a charge for which he has pleaded not guilty to. Supreme Court Chief Justice Lucy McCallum said the evidence put before her by lawyers acting for Lehman about their search for a replacement barrister was not sufficient reason to vacate the trial date. 
She has adjourned the application until Thursday the 2nd of June to allow the defence to prepare more evidence regarding vacating the dates. Originally due to start on Monday 6th of June, the trial is listed to run for four weeks. And Alexander Vucic has been sworn in as Serbia's president on Tuesday, May the 31st, following a re-election in April. In his inaugural speech, he says one of his country's priorities will be becoming a member of the European Union. Although Serbia is so far the only European state that has not joined sanctions against its ally Moscow, Mr Vucic hinted that the Balkan country may be joining Western sanctions against the war in Ukraine. Forming a new government is of the utmost importance because of the situation we're in, a difficult situation. Today we have to think together. I can't do that alone as someone who received great support from the people. We need a government to do that, surely one with full legitimacy, not a technical one. We'll have to deal with new sanctions and stuff which could damage us, so we'll have to ask our European partners to help us, but that is a question for them. And in football, Socceroos player Aziz Bayic says he believes the other members of the team can step up in the absence of key player Tom Rogic in the next week's must-win World Cup qualifier against the United Arab Emirates in Qatar. No additional players have been called in to replace Rogic, who cited personal reasons for his withdrawal from the team in the month of June. Behic says other players have the ability to step up and will do so. We're gutted for Tommy. Um, First and foremost, uh, the main thing is him and his family are are, are fine um, and that he knows that uh, he has our support from uh, from the Socceroo family. And uh, look, we just got to move on. Um, You know, we've got enough depth here in this squad. Uh, We've shown that in the past also that... uh, Look, the players that have come in, uh, it's it's opportunity for them to, to step up. And, uh, you know, I've got no doubt that the players that will come in will do the job. And now for a look at today's weather across the nation for you. And Perth, partly cloudy, 20. Adelaide, cloudy, 15. Melbourne, showers and windy and 12 degrees. Hobart, showers, also 12. Canberra, possible showers and 8 degrees. Wollongong, very windy and mostly sunny, 14. Sydney, similar conditions and 15 degrees. Newcastle, windy and mostly sunny, 16. Brisbane, partly cloudy and windy, 19. Cairns, mostly sunny, 28. And Darwin, partly cloudy and 32 degrees. Want to hear more stories like this? Listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from.